Hey guys, what is going on? It's Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I'm uh, about to head out this morning, and man, it is dry, brown, dusty. Looks like a desert, man. It's like, it's crazy here. So I uh, went to Arizona a few years back, and I just keep on thinking about uh, the folks there in Arizona because it's, uh, you know, when we went, it was everything was so dry had all these desert landscapes and so I'm looking around right now and it's I mean it is bad it is so bad we haven't had rain in two months so the whole month of um, basically halfway through April uh, into May and then May all the way into June we have about eight weeks that we have not gotten any rain at all so a lot of the US I know is experiencing a lot of the same so I know we're not alone we're not um, you know out there uh, with the only ones you know that aren't able to get out there and and get any work done and uh, it's crazy man it's crazy so I cut way back on my lawns this year and I increased my prices and the only thing saving me right now is the Ventrac work so I've got some big jobs lined up for the Ventrac, and that's basically the only thing that's going to get me through uh, for the next, probably the rest of the month, because it's gotten so bad now. I skipped the past three weeks, maybe, let's see, three weeks? Yeah, about three weeks. I've skipped so many lawns. So three weeks ago, I started skipping lawns. Um, two weeks ago, uh, the lawns that I did probably were every uh, other week and then last week I skipped like most of them like I didn't mow hardly anything at all and then this week I'll mow just uh, some of those that I skipped two weeks ago they'll probably need it um, just a little bit maybe and uh, yeah some of them won't so I'm gonna be skipping even more lawns and so um, man just wanted to um, talk to you guys about the just the uncertainty of the lawn care business. I've been doing this for 21 years, so it's not like it's something new to me. We've had, uh, in the 21 years that I've been doing the lawn care business, we've had three years, and I will include this year as being the worst of the worst. Um, we had a dry spell last year, and it hit around the, the end of June, 1st of July. And so July, August, September, typically here man we get enough rain to kind of keep us rolling and the grass is still growing and we have uh, high humidities in the summertime and uh, some warmer temps so the grass usually thrives pretty good in the summer with a you know pop-up thunderstorm here and there but last year man we didn't have any of that so July hit August September super dry and didn't have any mowing really going on at all so it was the Ventrac again last year that kind of saved us and got us into the brush mowing and uh, just a little bit of cleanup work, things like that, and just kept us kept us rolling financially. And the same thing with this year, man. It's uh, it's turned off dry early, which I'm really concerned about because uh, the whole month of May was kind of like shot. I mean, we didn't we mowed a lot, but at the same time, we didn't mow near as much as we usually do and so even in june you know we're we're halfway almost halfway through june and it's uh it's not looking good man 
we're going to have to have a whole lot of rain in order for the grass to even turn around and start growing really good again because we're at the point right now where if we get like two inches of rain it's basically going to settle the dust and it's not going to really help the grass even green up uh, let alone grow so i'm talking six seven inches just to settle the dust and to get the uh, grass to turn green on us a little bit and then slowly start growing so we've got a long ways to go i'm driving down the road right now we live way out in the middle of the of the backwoods of missouri here and i'm looking at the pastures right now the uh, cow pastures horse pastures uh, just open fields that we have along this uh, road that that i take to get into town and man it looks awful it looks awful so some of the guys have actually um, bailed their hay already for the first time this season and they did it probably I don't know three weeks ago a couple of guys are uh, are still doing it and so they hit it at the right time because if you let it get too dry and if you let it get too far gone it'll actually start losing nutrients and losing uh, you know density to that to that hay and you won't get hardly anything off of a, a field at all I'm actually driving past a big open field right now. It's probably about 150 acres or so, and they're uh, just now cutting it. They'll probably bail it um, probably tomorrow, and then hopefully pick it up uh, by the end of the week. But it's crazy just looking out these fields, man. It's so dry, and it's so brown, and uh, you know, they're probably not going to get near as many bales off of a field uh, this year that they did maybe uh, early on last year. You know, a lot of times what they'll do, they'll try to cut it towards the uh, towards the end of spring, and then if they get enough rain, they'll get a second cutting, which is really nice, and they'll do that towards like the end of fall. So uh, typically, you get two cuttings off of a field. Um, depending on how you uh, treat that field, if you fertilize it, lime it, do whatever, um, you, you may get multiple cuttings off of that one field. So uh, this year, man, you never know. I mean, it's, it's June. It's still early. We can get a whole lot of rain. Uh, we still got a long ways to go. We're not even into the summertime or uh, the fall weather hasn't hit. So a lot, a lot left, you know, of the season, of the cutting season. But same thing with mowing, you know, a lot left. We could turn off super wet by the um, end of summer. It's just hard to say. So, um, you know, right now, man, though, it's uh, it's a struggle. It's it's definitely a struggle. I'm thinking about some of my friends uh, all over the country, some of my friends here locally. I'm thinking about these big companies, man, that have um, a lot of guys working for them, you know. Uh, I just... You know, I just go solo, so it's not a big deal. I can pivot. I can switch things up. I can go from mowing to doing cleanup work to maybe um, laying some mulch to doing some brush mowing, power raking. I've got a lot of options, but when you're a bigger company and you base all of your work or the majority of your work on one or two things, then, uh, you know, it's a little different. It's a little different because um, you got all that work piled into into one thing, you know, or maybe two things. So, anyways, 
Uh, I know one guy here in our area, he has like 12, 13 guys working for him. And the, the mowing has shut down so much. I'm just wondering how he's handling uh, his workers, you know. Obviously, if there's nothing to mow and there's a lot less to mow, you're making less money at the end of the day, at the end of the week, end of the month. So he's more than likely has to lay those people off. And if it picks back up, he may pick a few up and, you know, continue doing his thing. But, um, you know, it's, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard to, uh, to have a crew like that, a big crew like that. And they're basically doing mowing. They do a little bit of landscape, but it, a, lot, a lot of their work is basically mowing. So when it turns off dry like this, man, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. You lay those workers off. Once you lay the workers off, you got to think about, um, you know, are they are they going to be there when it, whenever I start back up? If it do if it does pick back up, am I going to be able to just call them and say, hey, we're back up and mowing again? It's rained a lot. We got a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, it's it's time to get back at it. Or do they lay them off and just have to find new workers to replace those employees? So. Lawn care, the whole industry, it's a little tricky. It's a little different because a lot of the guys you get, man, it's weird, but a lot of the guys you get, especially in our area, it's like, man, they're not they're not doing a whole lot anyways. It's like, I'll just do lawn care and if it dries up a little bit and I'm not, you know, able to work, I'll just take that week off or I'll take that month off. And that's just kind of how the people think around our area i know a lot of you guys are like what are you talking about but yeah seriously um they get by on very little a lot of these guys uh, working here locally um they're just paycheck to paycheck they don't really care about going out and looking for something else now i'm not saying all of them are like that but a lot of them are like that and your your area may be different you know your area may be um set up a whole lot different than our area but it's it's so cheap to live here in our area it doesn't take a whole lot to uh to just get by you know uh, whether that's renting a place or, or owning a home uh, the houses are cheap here rent's cheap uh, gas is fairly cheap i mean it used to be a whole lot cheaper it's a little bit more expensive actually it's a lot more expensive than it used to be but it's still, overall, if you look at the U.S. average, it is a whole lot cheaper than uh, most of the places in the U.S. So, um, if it does turn off dry, man, people are like, I just won't work. I'll just take this week or month off. And it's crazy to think about that, but that's just what they do. So, a lot of those guys that he probably lays off, they probably get by on whatever, you know, unemployment, if, if they're doing that or um, if they're not doing unemployment, they're probably just getting by on whatever. And then when they get back after it, man, they probably just, I don't know, hop back on and, and take off working for the guy again. And so several companies that I can think of here in town, they have, uh, they have four or five guys, you know, it's pretty small town, so not a lot of big companies here. There's the biggest company as far as the amount of workers on a team is like 12 13 and then probably a handful of guys have you know four or five workers and so um 
yeah, you just kind of wonder what they end up doing, you know. And right now, it's one of those years where the grass is just not growing. It's turned off dry. And if you don't have a, another service to offer, man, you're out of luck. You're cutting way back. You're not making as much, laying people off. And so that just got me kind of thinking about you guys and just kind of wondering how you guys are set up, how you're structured, and, uh, you know, how the uh, weather's affecting you and your business. So every year, man, I try to do one or two things to become a little bit more efficient, uh, just try to stay ahead of the game and be able to uh, switch things up when needed. And right now, it's the uh, it's the vent track and the brush mowing. I don't have a whole lot of jobs lined up, but I do have enough lined up to where I can switch right now and I can spend a good two weeks of doing vent track work and making uh, more money than I do mowing. And it's not really gonna hurt me, you know, it's not gonna hurt me at all, really. Um, we'll see, you know, after those two weeks pass and I do the vent track work, we'll see how things uh, if they're still the same or if they switch up a little bit, we're getting into uh, getting a little closer to July, which it gets really, really hot here in July and August. And so it's going to be even hotter, even drier, unless we get a little bit of rain move through. But with those, uh, with those hotter days, muggier days, we tend to get a little bit uh, more pop-up showers. But we'll see, man. We'll just see how it goes. So if you guys are turning off super dry and you're like man there is no mowing to do at all man figure out a way to uh to make some money don't just throw in the towel don't give up don't just pout about it and uh yeah just figure out ways to to make some money and that may be you know that may look different for each one of us you know maybe it's you just drive around your area and you look for uh, places that are Kind of neglected they're um, a little overgrown whether that's shrubs or whether that's weeds in the flower beds because like around here man you can drive around all day long find all the work you want as far as cleaning out landscape beds people around here they 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 may put some nice landscaping in but then they don't take care of it man they just they don't even take care of it they just let it go so you can literally drive around your neighborhoods, your subdivisions, your areas uh, that you work, and you could look for grown-up landscape beds, and you could just go up to them. And the cool thing about the landscape beds is that it's so they're easy. They're not easy. I mean, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, a lot of back work to to get in there and and clean it pull weeds man that's like the last thing i want to do but if the money's not coming in and you need some money hey get out there pull some weeds out of the flower beds you can uh put some fresh mulch down maybe you can do a complete you know tear out and, and reinstall uh you know landscape uh, materials whether that's rock or mulch or put some plants in uh, replace some shrubs that have died or whatever just go around drive around and just look and see what's going on in your neighborhood your area i'm driving down the road right now man and it's like this fence line on this property right here it just looks a mess there's trees growing in it there's vines there's weeds there's tall grass it's like just go up knock on the door and say hey i notice your fence line is really overgrown we can go in there and clean it out and make it look nice for you if you if you'd like 
uh, an estimate, you know, and just knock on doors, talk to people, tell them you're in the neighborhood, you work in that neighborhood, you saw their landscape beds that were uh, kind of overgrown and, and wanted to know if you could help them look a little better and just go door to door, knock on some doors and see if you can drum up some business, see if you can drum up some work. Get on Facebook, you know, make some posts on there, landscape bed, um, you know, clean outs or uh, just cleanups in general, you know. We're still doing cleanups here uh, because people are just too lazy to get out there and, and take care of their uh, lawn, you know, before the spring gets here. So we actually piled up a whole lot of limbs, sticks, nuts, debris, all kinds of stuff just the other day because uh, one of our customers, he's having some company come in and it's his uh, riverfront property that he hasn't, they haven't really uh, been too much this year, so he hasn't really worried about messing with it. But now he's got company coming in, staying for a week, and he wants it to look nice for uh, for his company. So he's like, hey, can you clean this up? We're like, yep, we can do it. So we cleaned it up last time we were over there and got it looking good. And uh, just things like that, you know, trimming some shrubs maybe if... Uh, if they're way out of control, you know, trim some shrubs up, um, haul off some sticks, clean up some leaves that have been there way too long, just all kinds of different things. So don't just give up. Don't throw in the towel. If things get dry, it's a good opportunity to look at adding other services. And on top of that, you can charge more of a premium price if you want. Now, if you're really needing the work, you may charge accordingly but if it's like you know it would be nice to make an extra thousand bucks you know this week or whatever you can bid some jobs and try to uh, bid them a little higher than you typically would and it allows you to kind of test the market too it's like have I been charging what I need to charge have I been charging less have I been overcharging you know charging too much and not getting bids it's a good way to get out there and to kind of test the market. The market always changes too. It's not like, well, this is a set price for this year. Uh, constantly changing. The market's constantly changing. How many people are in your area? Uh, what kind of need do you have? What kind of need does the uh, does your city have for this particular work? Is it um, is it in very high demand with very little people willing to get out there and do the work? Like for us, it's like lawn renovations. Um, I did a whole lot of, of power raking, of uh, aerovating, overseeding this year. And so there's not many companies around here that do that. So it's like you can pretty well pick a price and the customer either, either wants it or doesn't want it. So, you know, I use the uh, Ventrac to do that. It's an expensive machine, so you got to pay for that machine and... If you want to make any profit, you got to charge accordingly. So all these different things, man, you could have some hand tools. doesn't take much to clean out landscape beds. Just a few hand tools all you need. you got your trailer. You can haul some debris away. And that's another thing. See, uh, when you do clean out these landscape beds, make sure you tell them that you're going to haul off all of the debris and put that in the estimate. That way they know that you're going to clean it up you're going to haul off all the debris and if you want to be specific you can write that down too like i'll haul off all the dead um 
shrubs, all the branches, all the uh, sticks, all the pine cones, whatever it is, you know. Be sure to put that in your um, in your estimate, and that way they can think about that. Oh, he's going to haul this stuff off. Okay. And so when you price it, you can price it knowing that you've, you've got to price it for uh, hauling the material off, too. And the customer will... will We'll look at that and be like, oh, yeah, they're going to haul the material off, too. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And just, you know, relate that to your customers so they'll know. And uh, so, yeah, anyways, so many options out there, so many opportunities out there, man. It's just, it's willing, it's, it's, it's up to you if you're willing to get out there and do the work and look for it and all that, you know. It's, uh, it all comes down to you basically you are the common denominator if your business succeeds if it fails it's all on you it's all on you man so uh i'm cruising down the road right now just got to town i'm looking over here to the side to my right out the window and guess what i see in this parking lot i see something that i haven't seen in about a year that is one of those fireworks tents so they're putting the tents up already to sell fireworks. Is it that close? Are we that close already? That is crazy. July 4th is going to be here. Like, oh my gosh, this is wild, man. The season's really flown by. But at the same time, it seems like... It seems like that, uh, that the season's... Whew, like I'm like worn out already from the season. It's crazy. I don't know why, but I just feel like I'm worn out already for the for the season. But uh, yeah, we're already at July. Almost on oh, July is right around the corner, man. Sorry, I'm getting excited about it. I see two tents over here now. Just thinking about um, the 4th of July. We'll probably take some time off around there, uh, probably after the 4th of July. Stay around here the 4th of July and then maybe, uh, I don't know, do something the week after maybe when things kind of settle back down a little bit. That's probably the game plan. But anyways, just rambling on, man. Um, I'm actually heading out to knock out just a few lawns this morning. And then the rest of the week, depending on how much I get done today, the rest of the week's probably going to be a Ventrac week. Doing some brush mowing um, I have that big property that I picked up last year. I'll be tackling that this year. And so I'm going to be doing it multiple times. Last year it hadn't been done. And man, it's probably been five, six years. That stuff was thick, grown up, tall, nasty mess. And so this year it's, uh, I don't know, it's probably three, four feet tall probably in places. Not bad at all. So I should be able to cruise through it a whole lot quicker. I'm actually planning on doing a little bit more work this time around. Uh, last time there were some trees that were just way too big for the Ventrac to knock down. And so um, along with like all kinds of random things I found out there like trees that have fell over or trees that people have cut down and they just left lay. And so there's like trees left, you know, laying in the middle of this area. Um, there's logs in the middle of this area. And so I'm planning on getting in there since it's so dry and I'll have a little bit more time. I plan on getting in there and cleaning it up a little bit more, like taking out some of those trees, 
Um, in one little area, there's probably, I don't know, a dozen trees or so that need to be taken down that I couldn't get with the Ventrac. And then hauling off and cutting up like some dead trees that have fell over and uh, some trees that people have cut and let, let lay. And so I plan on doing a little bit more on that property this year. So I don't know how long it'll take me. I really don't know. Uh, just have to get in there and knock out the uh, the brush mowing, and then after that I'll come back with the chainsaw and the uh, Ventrac with the bucket and grapple and kind of cut some things down, move it with the bucket and grapple, and uh, just clean it up. And that way, the next time when I do it this after this fall, it'll be a lot easier, even easier to get through because I won't have to maneuver around. There's like blocks out there, concrete pieces. So last time when I did it last year, I told uh, I told the company, I said, hey, there's a lot of stuff like just scattered out all over the lawn, um, or not lawn, but this whole area that I'm taking care of. And so he's like, yeah, we'll try to get out there and get it this winter. Um, cut, cut those trees down, move those blocks, get those logs out of the way, get those trees moved. But yeah. It didn't happen, man. It didn't happen. I watched the whole winter, and I was like, man, I really hope they move that stuff. I hope they move that stuff. I hope they cut those trees down. But spring's here. The grass is tall again, and guess what? They didn't do it, so I'm going to find them again for the second time. This time, I'm going to move them out of the way, though. I'm going to move everything out of the way. It was just too much work last year. Uh, I spent over 40 hours on this property knocking it out. 13 acres hadn't been taken care of in five, six years. And yeah, it took me like 40 plus hours to knock it out. It was ridiculous. Uh, but it was it was a lot of growth, a lot to uh, tackle. So thankful for the job. Thankfully, able to get it done this year, clean it up a little bit more. And hopefully, I have a cool video for the YouTube channel. So if you guys aren't following me on YouTube, follow me. Check, check out the videos there. Let me know what you think. The Lawn Care Life in Missouri on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Hey, the podcast, man. Uh, I haven't been as consistent as I would like. Uh, just been too busy, you know, like everybody else. And on top of that, I'm going to call out Tony's Lawn Care because that guy hasn't put out a a podcast episode in. It's been way too long, man, Tony. Tony, if you're listening to this, put out another podcast episode. Do a truck talk, man, whenever you're heading to your first job or whenever you're finishing for the day or between breaks. Put something out there, man. We're missing your content. I got a message just the other day, and I'm actually going to read it to you. Hold on. I got to go through my phone and find it real quick, so it may take me a while. But I'm going to tell you what. This guy sent me a message, and I'm not going to say his name because I didn't ask if I could share this. But he sent a message the other day talking about the podcast and let's see here it is so here is the message they sent the other day not going to name who it is because i didn't you know ask him ahead of time if it's okay if i shared this but not going to share his name but this is what he wrote hope all is well so far this year not to come off selfish but are you planning to have another lcbu challenge this year i'm not a podcaster but really enjoyed the content it brought every day I emailed Tony Rudolph yesterday mentioning it to him. Just hope you guys that produce content realize how enjoyable it is. Look forward to possibly meeting you at the expo this year. Thanks again. Hope you have a great week. Man, first of all, I just want to say 
to uh, to the person that sent that out, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate the message. I appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I appreciate you uh, challenging us again. So uh, I kind of made it known at the end of last year's challenge that, hey, we'll kind of do it again this year, but um, we haven't been as uh, consistent, so I will put out the challenge again. Since this guy took the time to send me a message, um, I'm going to just put this out there right now. The podcast challenge, the LCBU 2023 podcast challenge has started. It's officially started again. (laughs) But this time, I'm hoping that Tony, with Tony's lawn care, I'm hoping that Phil, which rumor has it, Phil just released a new podcast episode. So check out Phil's Lawn Care podcast and check out uh, what he has to say, what he has going on. But uh, just want to challenge you guys, challenge Tony, challenge Phil, and Aaron Sutter mowing in the dark. He's already blowing us all away because he's put out a ton of podcasts. He usually puts out at least two podcasts a week. He's got the Faith Friday, which I really enjoy. And then he usually puts out another episode during the week. So be sure to check out Mowing in the Dark podcasts. Man, all these podcasts, uh, Mowing in the Dark, Tony's Lawn Care, Phil's Lawn Care, my podcast. We're just lawn care guys out having fun, doing the lawn care thing each and every day. And we're just sharing the journey, man, sharing what's going on, sharing what's on our mind, sharing what we're up to. It's not like we're not trying to promote anything. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're just having fun, goofing around, and just giving you guys content to listen to throughout the day. You guys might uh, enjoy it. I don't know. Some of you guys obviously do because I've seen the downloads. I've seen, uh, you know, I've talked to Tony in the past. I've talked to uh, Aaron in the past. And, you know, if we can put some more content out there for guys to consume while they're out working hard all day long, every single day, away from their families, um, away from their friends, sweating, grinding, working hard, wanting to throw in the towel probably right now. I know uh, it does, I mean, it's like April, May, June, right? So we're like kind of middle of the season, but not really middle of the season, but it feels like we're like three-fourths of the way through the season because it's just been man it's been dry dusty nasty here and it's just it's been a mess so you know if we can uh try to put out a podcast episode and try to relate to you guys that are out there in the heat right now struggling wanting to throw in the towel don't give up man don't give up just keep going and uh just keep pushing through because we all have been there we all struggle from time to time some of us more so than others but uh, right now, man, I feel like I've just been beat up. Uh, my left foot, it is killing me. It's been hurting me for like a year now. I really need to go to the doctor and get it checked out and uh, figure out what we need to do to, to get it back to 100. But um, I ran last Thursday. I pulled my calf muscle. I'm a little sore from uh, doing all this other work. And it's just like, it's hot, it's dry, it's dusty. Man, it's it's a challenge, dude. It's a challenge. But I've been doing it for 21 years. I grew up on the farm doing it, you know, working outside all day, every day. So I'm used to it. It's uh, just part of the lifestyle that we live here in Missouri. But, uh, yeah, a lot of you guys are probably in the same boat. 
you're out there, you're grinding, you're probably hurting, you probably got a headache, you're probably thirsty, hungry, tired, you're ready to take a shower, you're ready to um, hang out with friends, family, maybe go on vacation, you're looking forward to the holiday, maybe you're looking forward to the weekend, you're looking forward to knocking out that next project, you're looking forward to uh, adding a new service, or maybe getting a new piece of equipment, but it's exciting, it's challenging, it's hard work, but uh, hey, I, uh, I thank God for it every single day, man. I thank God for the work that he's given me. I thank God for uh, the friendships that I've been able to um, you know, have, uh, the people I've been able to meet, and uh, all the experiences I've, I've, I've been able to experience over the last, man, six, seven years with the whole social media thing. So it's been fun. Uh, hopefully got uh, a whole lot more you know, coming in the future, but yeah, just want to share the uh, experience, share what's going on, share the lawn care business, the social media side of things, and just hang out and have fun with you guys. So hope you guys are enjoying the content. If you would shoot me a quick message, let me know. Let me know if there's something you want to for me to talk about, if there's any questions you got of the lawn care business or what's going on, or uh, I don't know, maybe the Quip Expo coming up. That's kind of exciting. It'll be here before you know it. Seems like it's a long way off, but really it's it's not very far off. So a lot of guys are probably getting, you know, making plans for that. I know I've been reaching out to Tony, reaching out to Aaron, and a few others, kind of figuring out what everybody's game plan is, what everybody's up to, what everybody's going to do there. But uh, it's going to be a fun time. I will say I read something on the Equip Expo website, and this may have been on there forever. I have no idea, but I found it the other day. Because uh, I was looking at the dates, trying to figure out what dates the Equip Expo was going to be on for this year. And wanted to plan and, and, and get it all kind of figured out while uh, I'm kind of slow right now. And and I looked on there, man, and it said something about like limited photography and videos in certain booths. And so I'm wondering if that's like serious. I'm wondering if they just didn't put in there for like one brand that... I don't know. For some weird reason, they don't want hundreds and thousands of lawn care guys taking pictures of their products and taking videos of their products and sharing them on social media. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. I hope it doesn't change things up to where um, they start not allowing people to to you know to take their camera and and take pictures or videos inside. Uh, the brand's boost. I hope it doesn't come to that because if so, man, I'll probably be done. I'll probably be done. It's uh, it's fun to video. It's fun to take pictures. It's fun to see other guys creating content. I really like to watch what other people create and just kind of see the different angles and different, uh, you know, just how people see things differently. It's, it's really, really, really neat. It's just like in the lawn care business, landscaping business, um, you know, following these other guys on social media, they see things differently. And I think that's really, really cool. It's unique. And uh, it gives a different perspective of somebody else's view of things. So like Tony, he could see something completely different um, of the way I see things. And same thing with Aaron, same thing with Phil, you know, these other guys in the lawn care business, you know, they go to the expo, they might have different expectations of what they want to do that while they're there maybe they want to you know meet people that they've never met before 
Um, whether that's new faces or whether that's people they've followed for a long time on social media, or maybe they're going to really find um, people that are taking their business to the next level so they can maybe uh, emulate that and do that in their lawn care business, or maybe they're just going to check out the new equipment and they really want to see what's new and, and exciting, you know, for for the new year, you know, for that season, for that year. And so it's cool to watch everybody's content, get a different view, a different angle on the, uh, the pers- their perspective of the expo, as well as just their perspective of social media, their lawn care business, and um, the interactions, you know, along the way. So it's, it's just really neat, really cool uh, journey that we're on right now. Because, you know, when I started the business, we didn't have social media. We didn't have any of this at all. So this is new, man. This is new to me, new to a lot of people. A lot of new faces each and every year at the expo. Uh, a lot of new faces in the lawn care industry in general. And so it's neat to see how people take their business, you know, and they how they decide to run it, uh, what they decide to use, and where did it, where they want to uh, ultimately end up in their lawn care business. So it's really neat, man. It's the whole journey. I think is just so cool. I I don't think one business or one person. Or one content creator is doing things better than the other. I think everyone is doing what God has like led them to do. You know, I think I think that uh, we see or what we do is a lot of times what we've seen in our imagination, what God has given us as a vision, and so uh, it's cool to see guys kind of carry that through and and see where they end up. It's like. You see the progress of a lawn care landscaping business every year. And it's neat to see uh, the progress of the content creators out there creating content. You know, you start off small. Everybody's the cool thing about a business, for the most part, anyways. I guess if you have a lot of money, you can buy someone's business. But I think a lot of people probably don't start out that way. They probably start out by just using what they have, upgrading as they can. And just progressing over the years, and uh, the social con, you know, the social media side of things, the content creator side of things. The cool thing about that is like everybody starts at zero. There's no like, I guess you can buy followers or subscribers or ha- whatever they do. But for the most part, you know, just like the lawn care business, um, you start out fresh. You start out new. You start out with nothing at all. And it's cool to see people grow that, you know. I know Al Blades, I've been talking to him here and there here recently. That dude, it's he's almost to a million subscribers. So, um, you know, he's he's built his his channel, his following from absolutely nothing to almost a million subscribers right now. And on top of that, it's like Main Street Mower, gonna give them a shout out because they hooked up Al Blades with a brand new Toro mower. And none of this would have happened if Al wouldn't have created this content and started this uh, this whole channel and this whole journey and all this other stuff. So it's really neat to see the progress and really neat to see uh, where people come from and where they are right now and ultimately where they'll be in the future. It's just really exciting and cool. So just want to encourage you guys, if you're not doing the whole social media thing, um, just create some content see where it ends up. You never know. You never know what... One little post, one little video, one little YouTube uh, upload 
will do like long term, you know, a year from now, five, ten years from now. I guarantee if you talk to a lot of these guys, they're like, we just started out uploading videos because we thought it was cool and and maybe something different and, and just to connect with others in the community. And now it's like, wow, so it's changed so many lives, changed so many lives. So uh, saying all that to say this, you know, I hope at the GIE or the Equip Expo, as they call it now, I hope that they don't like limit the photography, the videoing there in the uh, in certain areas inside or in certain booths. It just I don't know. It just I think it will suck a lot out of what's of what's um, what's going on right now. All this all this uh, stuff that's going on right now. I think it'll just suck a lot of it out. So hopefully they don't get to that place, but. Send me a message. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think um, photography should be like banned inside the Equip Expo or limited? Uh, same thing with videoing. Do you think it should be limited? Because according to the GIE or the EquipExposition.com official website, it says photography and video will be limited inside the uh, Equip Expo. So what do you guys think about that? Let me know your thoughts. I'm out of here. I got to get busy. I'm going on and on, but I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your day. Hope you're getting a lot done and uh, don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Just keep on mowing and uh, yeah, hope you guys are having a good time. So I'm out of here. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. Thanks for listening today. Uh, catch you guys in the next episode and as always, hey, God provides. <music>